I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome back to Les Hangout. I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And I'm Ellie Brigida, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is somewhere that we can touch base every episode about things that are going on with the podcast or just in our lives or in the greater Les universe. And the first thing that we have to talk about is our Clexicon show. We finally know the time and the date. We knew it was happening. We weren't sure where it was going to fit in the schedule. <laughs> But our show will be on Friday the 12th at 4.15 p.m. in the Dorothy Arsner Room. We are excited to see all of you. Come hang out on Friday. Kicking things off. Let's pack that freaking room, people. Yes. Yeah. We also have some exciting things that may or may not have anything to do with this episode's guests. But uh, Barbell Season 2 trailers just dropped. So if you so haven't excited. checked that out yet... You might want to check it out. It seems very, very gay. Very, very gay and so much drama. I'm so excited. I will also be personally attending the Toronto premiere on April 6th, which I am so excited about. Rub it in. Rub it in a little. And as part of the cast and crew, quote unquote, because I did some <laughs> of the music production for season two, which I'm so excited for you all to hear. I don't think I can tell you what the songs are yet, but once they come out, I promise you will know exactly which songs I produced. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of music, we also got some very, very important music news this week uh, that some of you 
might have seen. If you didn't see it, what is wrong with you? Do you live under a rock? The Spice Girls, there was a surprise announcement that Mel B just dropped a little bomb uh, that she and Jerry definitely hooked up a little bit. Which is literally the best thing I've ever heard. I also want to share a little bit of personal background on myself and Mel B, which sounds <laughs> sounds way different than what I'm actually going to say. But we all know that Mel B is openly bisexual. If you, If any of you live in New York, sometimes when you're in New York, you just have the most like interesting interactions with human beings. So one time I was in New York and I met the backup dancers from Beyonce's single ladies video. No joke. Okay. And they were like, oh, we're dancers. And like one of their friends was like, don't, don't sugarcoat it. Like you were Beyonce's backup dancers. And, and they showed us the video. Like it was for sure them. And they, of course I started talking about being a lesbian to one of them. And they were like, oh my God, Mel B was the first woman I ever slept with. (laughs) And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) So what you're saying is you're like one gay degree of separation away from Mel B of the Spice Girls. Yes, and Beyonce. So Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Well, that's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome to our 24th installment of Shoulda Been Gay. Oh, it was fun, it was great, but it should've been a little dark And in this week's episode, we are going deep, deep into your chamber of secrets. Wow, Lee. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I am very uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> it's the right way to start this episode. But I also love it. Of course, <laughs> we are talking about Harry Potter. And it's going to take a long time to talk about. We're going to try our best to keep it as <laughs> succinct as possible, but there's no so promises. much to talk about. This is a common request, and so we are finally hearing the call of the many, many people. It's okay. We, we were just waiting for the right time, the right people to do this. And we have those people. We are so, so excited to have back on our very first two-time guests, we have Gwen and Karen, the creators of Barbell. Welcome back, you guys. What's up? Hey. <laughs> Thank you for having us back. I know. Of I feel course. like as, as like second, I feel like it's appropriate that we're coming on the podcast for a second time because we're about to drop the second season. Ah, uh, yes. Ooh. Of Barbell. Of Barbell. It's all coming back around. All coming back around. It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> <laughs> and you know we're definitely the right people to talk about Harry Potter because we just spent the first half hour of this Skype call reading out characteristics of our Patronuses to each other. So yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, yeah. Which I feel yeah. like we have to share with all of our listeners. So I mean, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But it's like, but like, let's not blow our load. Like yeah. I mean, like I feel like I feel like let's wait till the end of the cast like people are right, listening to right. full like do, don't don't hit that dial get to the end so you can, so you can all know although i think the funny thing i think the thing about like houses and patronuses is like like nobody really cares what your patronus and house is people just want to talk about their own patronus and house. you know what i mean you can yeah. tell ellie's really excited to talk about hers right now yes. yeah like i'm really excited to talk about mine actually that's not true i guess i was like but it's one of those it's like it's like knowing what someone's horoscope sign is yeah like if like if someone is like 
I'm a Gryffindor, you're always like, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, no do matter you, which you one Do you want to tell us your sign, Karen? Is that what you're getting at? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm a Pisces. Let's talk about it. Oh, my God. Uh, so your birthday was Pisces. recently. Yes. Come on. How, uh, that's yeah. amazing. Has it, has it just passed? Yeah, yes, February 27th. Oh, you're an early Pisces <gasps> then. Yep. Yeah. Well, happy, happy birthday. Belated. Happy, happy belated. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. And what are you, Lee? March 18th, Ooh, coming up. So well, you're also a Pisces. we put this out, it will have already happened. <laughs> wow. There you go. Um, yeah. Hot diggity damn, that's in a few days. So two uh-huh. Pisces dog Patronus. Oh, I blew it. <laughs> oh, you ruined it. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but we have to get real specific about that was, what kind that of That was a little right. premature, yeah. premature Patronusing. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Patronusing. Oh my God. Oh no. It's okay. It happens it. to everyone, Karen. Fired. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> We're off the cast. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's God. a podcast. We could actually just edit it and you'd be totally fine. <laughs> true. Yes. That's true. Mm-hmm. But like, we'll just be. But what would the like viewers think? You know, I, we aim, we strive for authenticity. <laughs> <laughs> so we are so pumped again to have Karen and Gwen back. Uh, a, I think for me because it shows that like people will come back on the show. We don't scare everyone away. Not everyone. So not every- <laughs> everyone. <laughs> um. So welcome back. And since last time we had you on for just a boring old episode, this time for a should have been gay which is some of our favorites and we like to start our should have been gays with as always the classic imdb synopsis Mm, they're always mm. so good and then we give our own gay synopses so nice the imdb synopsis of harry potter is as follows an orphaned boy enrolls in a school of wizardry where he learns the truth about himself his family and the terrible evil that haunts the magical world Obviously, I just took the synopsis of movie one, but I figure it's a good, it's kind of an overview, right? Yeah. yeah. I think that's actually quite good. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I didn't know anything about Harry Potter, I'd be like, oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Magic. Yeah. Everyone loves wizardry. Yeah. Everyone. Just to be clear, though, we are not going to be limiting ourselves to only the first movie. Absolutely Everything not. goes. Spoilers <laughs> oh, aplenty, I'm sure. So, Like uh, entire be universe. warned. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cursed child, fantastic beasts. Let's deep dive, if you baby. Live under a rock. This <laughs> is going to be a seven-hour episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh it. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Do we, Ellie? Do you have a gay synopsis? I do have a gay synopsis. Great. So, just to preface this, mm. I feel like magic is always a metaphor for gayness. Ooh. Always. So here we go. Gay magic children are sent to the opposite of conversion camp, where their gay headmaster encourages them to hone their gayness and become super gays. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That is funny. (laughs) I want to know how Voldemort fits into the to this to the gay synopsis, though. Yeah. Hmm. Like who's? I guess he's like the super. He is. He's trying to convert everyone. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like, like needs everyone to be hetero. Yeah, yeah. That's why or does he use his gays. gay powers for evil? Oh, mm. I don't even know what that would mean though. Because how could how could gay powers ever be evil? His gay powers are so like suppressed. Oh, like, he suppressed the gayness. It like turns into evil, evil. power. Mm. You know what I mean? 
That makes a lot of sense. Is that sense. why he's right. like leached of all color and he only wears mm. black and like. Mm. Yeah, because he lost all the gay. Lost mm. all the rainbow. Mm. Yeah. We're glad we started real that. Deep, yeah. Real fast. Thanks. Still for sure yeah. played by the incandescent noseless Ray Fines. Ray Fines. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, do you have uh, a gay synopsis? I think if I had to write a gay synopsis, it is because I I agree. I absolutely think magic always and forever is just a metaphor for homosexuality. So my mm. gay synopsis for Harry Potter, I think, is um, in a extended gay metaphor. Somehow we still never get a gay Hermione Granger, and it is a shame. And we should all petition right. for the story where she is gay. Yeah. That's my synopsis. Yeah. My true. synopsis is the shame, J.K. Rowling, the shame. The yeah, shame. <laughs> I know we didn't prep you specifically for this, but what's your gay synopsis, Karen and Gwen? The two kind of like should have been gay ships that we've that we've come picked. to the table kind of they really work together. Yeah. Okay, so oh, in our okay. alternative telling of Harry Potter, during their time at Hogwarts, <laughs> Slytherin fuckboy, Draco Malfoy. <laughs> seduces young Ernest Quidditch star Harry Potter and they engage in a hot summer romance in the off season but then when it's back to school it's all business and the romance is off however they never forget that sweet summer that they shared together working at some kind of like uh, community service with magic <laughs> uh, situation and and they they can't be together at school because the their their worlds are too different yeah. however well then yeah so i guess they that's when we see um what's traditionally in the books mm-hmm. and the relationships that they pursue with Ginny and astoria, astoria respectively but then you know Ginny consents, you mm-hmm. know, however many years. What do you think? Ten years down the road? I think in their late 30s, okay. Draco and Harry find one another again. And, and you know, Ginny is uh, is left unfulfilled, clearly, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and turns to good friend Luna Lovegood. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, mm. and the two of them find in each other with, uh, what Ginny's been missing at home. And do you think that Luna and Ginny also had a thing in their teenage years at Hogwarts? That's a good question. Right. And I think it's up for debate. Right. And it's unfortunate <laughs> because, because J.K. Rowling doesn't really put two women in the same scene together very often. So no, she doesn't. Yes. Really get I to noticed see that. that so much when I was looking at ships for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I want them to be, I want to find a good like lesbian ship, mm-hmm. but like the women don't talk to each other. No. Not enough. Not yeah. nearly enough. Not mm-hmm. high on the Bechdel test, uh, Harry yeah. Potter. No, it's no. not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, can I just commend the uh, gay synopsis that was more like a short gay novel? <laughs> I want to read it over and over again. <laughs> like, I go in so hard for the for the ship name Dairy. <laughs> Draco and Harry. <laughs> Draco and Derry. Like, it's just, it's such a, like, classic hot tale. Like, it's, like, it's got, it's got tropes, like, all, like, written all over it, you know? Like, rich, snobby boy meets, like, you know, orphaned, like, salt of the earth, uh, hero. Like, it's just, like, <laughs> they're absolutely opposite. They're absolute opposites. And the competition between them is intense. The competition. Like, it's yeah. just so mm-hmm. hot. Like, I, like, even as, like, mm-hmm. a... 
Like the cool thing about Harry Potter is that, and I think it's definitely the same for you. Like we were about the same age that the Harry Potter characters were as yeah, the books came we're out. Coming out, so I like mm-hmm. fully grew up with those books. Yeah, and grew so up with that's those what characters. I was gonna ask is like, what is before we like dive into all of the many many ships we are gonna talk mm-hmm. about and all yes. of the many many reasons that every single character in these books slash movies should have yeah. been gay. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. what is what is like your experience what's the history with harry potter for both of you man we both we both love it storied history (laughs) first reading where were you how old were you what Mm, what? paint us a picture interesting interesting like it was actually so long ago like i think i read chamber or not chamber of secrets um philosopher's stone canada is like faux british so we always (laughs) we just it's philosopher's stone in canada Canada. yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. there There you go. go how about that um anyway so yes when I think like around like ten. And did you like, like ten or eleven? You loved it right away. No, I didn't like it right you away. Didn't like it. Yes, and the only reason that I started to like it was because my first crush. <laughs> you just said that out loud. <laughs> well, we're just so gonna she, I mean, beat she'll, everything. Karen she'll, never, she'll, she'll never. She'll never listen to this. She'll never listen to this. Fingers crossed. Uh, we're still very good friends, and she doesn't know I was in love with her for lots of years. Does she not so, know that? No, she doesn't know. I mean, she probably knows, well, but like, whatever. It's never, it was something we don't talk about anymore. We're really good friends. I'm going to be the best woman at her wedding, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Anyways, I only started so good. Harry Potter because I really liked Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And like, I like read the first book because my mom was like, you should read this or some, I don't know, for some reason I was reading it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is stupid. It's about like, like wizards. Cause we were really in, like my house, my family was like a Star Wars house. Oh. So we were all about like space. And space was cool. Wizards were <laughs> so not magical. you can't about space yeah. and wizards at the same time? Is that like... I don't know. That would have been an interesting... It would have been an interesting test. It would have been an interesting test. But magic and wizards were not cool. And not space cool. was definitely cool. So Harry yeah. Potter was out. It was mm-hmm. not cool. But then... Who I really liked. <laughs> really liked Harry Potter. So I started reading Harry Potter too, And then we both like went in on harry potter and like mm-hmm. after that like went to all the movie premieres together and like went to like the book launches at yeah. like my small town's bookstore the midnight book launches yeah mm-hmm. where they would like hide a hat in the bookstore and like if you found the hat you want a copy of the book like it was oh, like that's fun oh it was really fun i mean you would have loved this bookstore it was like it was oh. so like it was like orangeville's like tiny like mm-hmm. cute bespoke bookstore mm-hmm. that like was like female owned and operated and like they always had authors coming in doing <laughs> talks it was adorable Anyways, we went to all of those and joined a book club together. And that was, that's, that's me, Harry Potter. That's Gwen you. has a way funnier story about, about <laughs> Harry Potter. It's, but is it gayer? Because it'd be hard to be. <laughs> <it's gayer. laughs> I'll be honest, it's not gayer, but it's definitely nerdier. Yeah, it's very <laughs> nerdier. <laughs> Sold. I, I mean, similar beginnings. Like, I had a friend who who was really obsessed with the books. And she was also... Uh, she had cousins who lived in England, and so they got the books first and would send them over here. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, was her Not... name also... Let's bleep that name in the, the, name in the official cast so that nobody looks on my Instagram <laughs> and finds that person. <laughs> and masters in it. Have you listened to this podcast? Oh Carrie's God. confessing her undying love for you. <laughs> I just want to say her name as many times as possible because yeah. we've never censored anything in an episode, <laughs> and I just want this whole episode to be like solid. Oh, so yeah, I can so bleep it out. Bleeps. That would actually be way funnier. 
<laughs> like the I thing really is that was like it wouldn't even help. Like it, like if she like she listens to this podcast, she gon' know. Like somebody <laughs> else who was going to Harry, Harry Potter, Potter years with me in my childhood. <laughs> Oh wow! Uh, this is the, this is the, these are the dice we roll, right? I mean, it's about time we had that conversation. So. I thought you did have it. Well, we kind of did. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> anyway, okay, so Gwen got the books from England. So I got, got the books it. from England. Yeah. Sorry, it's sorry, kind of, sorry, like, not as exciting. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I had read, you know, a lot. However many of the books, maybe three or four of the books before the movie, the first movie came out. I forget how many. Maybe just three. Anyway, and I, so we had, like, a really good sense in our heads of what these movies should be. And we saw the movies. And the first one came out, and we were like, this is bullshit. This is awful. It's terrible. They did everything wrong. And you know who could do better? We could do better. Um, oh, my God. So <laughs> my friend Jasmine, who lived across the street with her two younger sisters, Karen and Louisa, and me and my younger sister, Anna, the five of us girls made five full-length Harry Potter movies. Oh, with, my God. With my neighbor's camcorder. <laughs> Stop it. Do you still Stop have it. them? Jasmine has them all. They are, I got to admit, horrendously boring to watch. <laughs> we'll be the judge of that, because when. they're so we'll accurate. The they're like five-hour <laughs> films. I, I, we're like, we're not going to leave them, anything so. out. I don't know. Exactly, because that was our main problem with the movie, is that like it wasn't faithful enough. <laughs> so mm. we oh were basically God. just like... You had to get it all in. It's like filmed audiobooks, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> How did you do? How did you do Peeves though? I'm just trying to think. Remember how we did Ghosts in general? We did a lot. There was a fade out function on the camcorder that we made a Whoa. lot of use oh out God. of. Did um, you edit them or did you just? You, it was all in filming editing. Ja- Jasmine, I think, did some editing. She did wow. convert them to DVDs. Wow. Uh, at a certain oh point, because it took a lot of those little tapes. Jasmine, you let us know what you're charging for these. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think. Like we definitely did takes of things. We didn't always get it right. You know. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How old were you when this was happening? Like we started when I was when the movie came out. I was probably twelve. Wow, you were old. I was That's old. Crazy. Are you kidding? <laughs> well, like to be making full length Harry Potter movies at twelve. Like I was like all I wanted was boobs when I was twelve. Like I I wouldn't have oh. been like I would not have been. Well that's why I say you have the gayer story but I have the nerdier story. <laughs> I was oh not a cool yeah teenager. Just so everyone knows Gwen was homeschooled for a little while. <laughs> it all makes Are you sense. surprised? No one was surprised. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I have one really important question, okay. which is, yeah. what would it take to finish six and seven, Gwen? Oh, <laughs> you only made five. I know, but they, yeah. Like, why did you guys? Honest, why did it drop? Because off? they took like oh, probably they were like in college. At that point. <laughs> yeah, we made one for like every year until we graduated high school. And Are by you the serious, I'm dead <laughs> serious. Like the last movie, I'm like sixteen. Oh my god! Yeah, I did not know that. Okay, I really want to see this now. Like, I want to. I want to see the one where you're the oldest. Oldest. Well, that's like the most embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But it was also like again, we were all super uncool. I can't stop crying. 
<laughs> we were very deeply uncool, but it was a nice way for the five of us girls who kind of had, you know, a pretty vast age range yeah. to all hang out together and do this lame thing. This is so lame. We need to change this. It's that not is lame. Right? Like there are people out there who are going to listen to this who are going to be like, you're going to get marriage proposals in your DMs after this. Uh, you absolutely are. I also just want you both to appreciate that we have literally done full should have been gay episodes that took less time than uh, your synopsis of Harry Potter and Gwen. Sorry, not this sorry. So like you could do a whole you could do a whole this could podcast. be a whole extra like bonus episode. This yeah. intro. Oh, oh my god. god. I yes, love it so much though. Sorry. Really, sorry. Really sorry. <laughs> no, I no, am so happy. I'm saying it in the most positive way. I just can't believe how much we're gonna have to get through because there's just this movie just keeps on giving. I know. Yeah. It really <laughs> it does. Just I mean the, the, con- the content that JK Rowling has provided us with is oh, extensive. God. It's extensive. And she just keeps adding to it. Like it's amazing. Yeah. Like like she goes in like because, like, it, it's so funny, because, like, with other things, people are kind of left to their own devices. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, and people will be, like, they live and die by what's canon. But, like, J.K. Rowling's like, no, no, no. I play by my no, own no, no. rules. I'm going to be adding canon shit on the weekly. She's in on Pottermore just adding, adding stuff, stuff to the canon yeah. all the time. And it's like, who else get, Who else does that? Like, I don't want to compare well, her to Donald Trump. probably a lot of people would like... if they made as much as I think Harry, or as I think she makes off of Harry Potter. Because uh, let's be real. Wouldn't you keep adding to it? It'd be like, oh, yeah. another book? Sure. Another movie? Why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not even, like, movies and books. Like, she just goes on, like... She's I, I little essays. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if you guys remember this, but, like, a couple weeks ago, she, she wrote something about how the sewage system at Hogwarts... And oh, how God, before very controversial. yeah, but it was very controversial yes. before like modern plumbing <laughs> was invented. Wizards would just vanish their excrement. They would just go where it was convenient. They would and then they would vanish their excrement. And people mm-hmm. were like, "Yo, hold up!" Wizards were just like shitting, <laughs> shitting. in halls and then just like <laughs> and, the and then vanishing it. What's the, what's, the, what's the spell for vanishing? A vanishing spell, I think. I don't, I'm Gwen, sure you just don't Gwen, say vanishing. Gwen knows them, but she's too embarrassed <laughs> to admit that she knows them right now. She's like, so, I don't want to add to my nerd points to my, right sh- now. To my shame. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get into the actual gay parts. Yeah, yeah let's okay, get into yeah. gay parts. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, but right. no, just everybody knows magic is a metaphor for gay. So you can just replace <laughs> you can just replace the word spell and magic for, for gay. With gay. For the gay. Rest of the Throughout the whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so usually we ask which character should have been gay, but mm. it is so, so hard for this. I know. So we're just going to talk about your main choices. Mm. So let's start with Draco and Harry. Oh, yeah. You could write let's a novel about in. it. People have written novels about it. <clears throat> I mean, here's the thing about Draco. He's got some... <laughs> Sorry, yes. He's got some serious <laughs> daddy issues. Mm, and, yes. and, 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 like, mm-hmm. listen, I am always into people who have daddy issues (laughs) and so like Mm -hmm. like the amount of times like you could like I challenge people I'm sure there's there's probably internet articles on how many times Draco says in the books my father will hear about this yeah my my daddy's going to be so angry or whatever Mm -hmm. and and the thing is is like Harry also in a different way has daddy issues 
him not having a daddy. I mean, like, yeah. this is the thing, and right? And mommy. Uh, and mommy, but I think it's more, I mean, like, Harry doesn't have any close female role models or mentors, except for McGonagall, and that's debatable. I mean, the three pivotal men in Harry's life. <laughs> Albus. <laughs> other than Draco. Mm, other than Draco, yes. Well, Draco, okay. we've I think we've established, is his <clears throat> love. One true love, his, yeah. Uh, his, yeah, yeah, his OTL. So the other three men... <laughs> <laughs> in Harry's life who are critical Albus who is canon gay Which, um, uh, I mean only because she said of, it not because the they few. actually yeah we can complain about yeah. that later yeah. we can complain about mm-hmm. it yeah. Sirius Black absolutely who yeah, also could have been gay and oh come on there's no way Sirius and Lupin are not together yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, right? I'm so about yeah. Sirius Ship and Lupin it. so hard yeah okay, mm-hmm. okay. Um, and Sirius then, number two Sirius number two and number three my actual favorite character in the oh. entire Harry Potter series, Professor Snape. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> who is like, I could go on about Snape. Like, it, it took a lot of my being not to have my ship be Snape and Harry because there's a lot going on there, which could be <laughs> very, it is like seeds for a lot of sexy time. He's the, he's just the best character. Like, what a tragic hero. What an unsung hero. He never asks for yeah. anyone to, like, pat him on the back or give him a compliment for, like, doing his job so well. He just does it and suffers it. In, in stony, <laughs> creepy, stalkery silence. He dies. He's a martyr. He's a martyr. He's everything, man. He's, like, good Judas. Yeah. Like, he's just so... He's my favorite character. I could go on. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Anyway, so, Draco and Harry. Draco and Harry. Back to Draco and Harry. <laughs> so the three, yeah, so Harry Harry has daddy issues too in a way. And so Harry and Malfoy. Malfoy is not a father figure to Harry though. Oh my God, that's not where I'm going with okay, this. Okay, okay. It's that they both have, they're well suited to each other. Well, because they both have daddy because issues. Because they okay. both have daddy issues. I see, I And so in one another, they can sort of like you know, work through this mm. fundamental flaw in themselves and, you know, have the hottest romance of all time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, too, is, like, we're dealing with class issues here, too, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, Malfoy, you know, he's got that posh British accent, mm-hmm. and Harry is, like, decidedly working class. I mean, and like also has a posh accent, but... He does have a pretty... Mm-hmm. But, but it is less posh than Malfoy's. Is it? It is, definitely. Mm, there you go. Um, I wouldn't say, like, massively so, but mm-hmm. yes, I would say mm-hmm. that his accent is less posh. Mm-hmm. So Draco's really slumming it with Harry. Totally. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that the interesting... Here's the other thing, too. And I think a lot of the reason why Malfoy is so mean to Harry <laughs> in the first little while is because set the clock back to the first <laughs> Harry Potter book. Malfoy initially courts Harry. He wants to be his friend. He knows Harry is like important in the wizarding oh, community. Yeah. And is like, Potter, you know, you'll quickly learn that there are some wizarding families that are better than others. Mm-hmm. And Harry, you know, so... Karen, are you sure you don't want to make a five-hour long <laughs> I, I for sure do. I mean, I'm like really sad that Gwen never asked for <laughs> Maybe I'll get invited she to the still time. She still has yeah. books six and seven available. That's true. So yeah, maybe I'm just saying keep pushing the British seven. accent. I think it's a good sell. Back to the Oh game. my God. Okay, sorry. Okay, um, I'll wrap it up here on Malfoy and Harry. <laughs> There's just so much to talk about. And Malfoy's like, you'll soon learn what's mean families are better than ours. And Harry's like, I think I can decide for myself. Thanks. So Malfoy's obsession with Harry begins with rejection. Because who among us has not, the loves that we feel the most intensely 
are the unrequited ones. And Mm -hmm. I think that Malfoy's love of Harry began when he first heard of the boy who lived back Mm. in like the early days, you know, when he's like five, six years old, sitting on Lucius Malfoy's lap, you know, (laughs) beginning his problematic relationship with daddy. (laughs) And, uh, you know, like his fascination with Harry began. And then he's immediately rejected by Harry. You know, and that's why he's so mean to Harry through all the books, because Harry rejected his friendship. And the only way to reconcile it is for them to get it on at a community service magical camp in between the fourth and fifth year. I believe that that oh, is when the so? hot sexy okay. romance happens. Yeah. Do you feel like it was spurned by like the Goblet of Fire? Yes, exactly. Like I totally. almost lost him. I almost lost him. To go for it. Yeah, because that's when shit gets real, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, yeah. I never thought about Cedric and Harry. That would be hot, too. That's also really yeah. hot. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. such I, a good setup for Draco and Harry also. Ooh, like he's, uh, he's heartbroken. Oh, my God. Oh. You're so right. Harry and Cedric. I just really yeah. want to take a moment for our <laughs> listeners okay. to fully appreciate the, the picture that you're all missing right now is of Karen telling this whole story while Gwen just, like, casually sips wine next to her. <laughs> like, nodding along at every point. <laughs> Yep. This is this is everything. <laughs> this is everything we hoped for and more, you two. And I feel like my mouth hasn't closed the entire time either. I'm just like this will I swear this podcast is just gonna be you guys talking for three hours while Ellie and I just like pee ourselves laughing on the side. It's fine. We don't I need love to it. be here. I love it. <laughs> I, can't, I can't shut up about Harry Potter. <laughs> well, okay, I have another I have another Honestly, question. It's great. Do you think that Draco is also slightly confused? in some ways by uh, Lucius's Maybelline hair. He's a beautiful man. He is. Mm-hmm. Totes. I mean, mm-hmm. and pretty androgy looking too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, so, that's like yeah. grown-up Legolas. He's like straight mm. out of Rivendell. I mean, he is, an, is. an elf man. Yeah. It is accurate. <laughs> yeah. So uh, fourth and fifth years, you say, eh? <laughs> yeah, I think it was in between yeah. fourth and fifth year when they both have to do like like whatever the wizarding community's version of community service is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they're like driving around and they're like community service truck, like having to like pick up roadkill in like magic land and, you know... Malfoy wants to listen to like classical FM 93 and Harry's like no like I want to listen to what's the name of the cool band in in Harry Potter oh the weird sisters yeah the weird sisters and Harry's like no turn that that, turn that garbage off I want to listen to the weird sisters and Malfoy's like no taste Potter (laughs) (laughs) and they just spend you've already written the screenplay yeah they, they spend all summer just like at each other's throats like but they have to work together and it's so annoying and then, like, one particularly hot summer day, hot summer dusk, it's the evening. <laughs> yeah, they're in their magic pickup truck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it would just be, it would really be beautiful. Maybe they, like, maybe they, like, narrowly escape, like, a speeding ticket or... Right, right, right now, I'm just combining my own life with Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because... Look, if someone could write terrible Twilight fanfiction and get Fifty Shades of Grey made, somebody can make this fanfiction a movie. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And yeah. can I also say, I, sorry, the Cedric thing had never occurred to me before, mm, mm. but, like, that does make so much sense. Really you know, does. once Cedric dies, yeah. you know, Harry finds some sense of comfort with Cho Chang, but really the two of them are just uh, comforting each other in their moment of loss when they're both still really in love with 
with Cedric and, yeah. and mourning him. Oh, that's quite interesting. It's a tale as mm-hmm. old as time. It is, yeah. That's mm-hmm. really, really that's a good plot for a, a film. Like two, mm-hmm. like like you know, mm-hmm. yeah, man and a woman who are both in love with the same person who's dead, and then kind of get together. Get together, but you know, as they find out, it's not right, and then yeah. Draco swoops in. And it's like, oh, this is right. <laughs> this is right. Yeah, but mm-hmm. so wrong. Those hot summer nights. On the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the magic pickup truck. <laughs> anyway, I yeah. know. I do love that that mm-hmm. blending of like the magic world and <laughs> this one. Listen, I don't think we've ever you know seen a pickup truck in service. Harry Potter, but <laughs> here it is. <laughs> Who are your? I don't know. Should have been gays yeah. from Harry Potter. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Where, where do right. we go next? Where do we even start? Okay, I am just gonna say my should have been gay because this. If I had to pick like one hill that I think I would choose to die on. Okay. Mm-hmm. In my entire life, it would be this hill, and that hill is no man could ever deserve Hermione Granger. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Just, I mean, not even a question. True. There is no way to convince me that Hermione is straight. I mean, come yeah. on. Mm-hmm. It's all right there. And let me ask you this. Do you think that there is another female character in the Harry, Harry Potter, Potter universe that... Is deserves, deserves her. Deserves Hermione. So I'm also going to say, you know, you get like maybe 10 years down the road, you know, eight, 10 years out of Hogwarts. Who should Hermione happen to run into again? But Ooh. another equally talented, Ooh. bright, uh, driven young witch by the name of Fleur Delacour. Oh. Yes, Fleur. Oh. Fleur is hot. <laughs> she is a banging hottie. Yeah, I was, she is. She, Fleur, I was always down with Fleur. <laughs> and here's what I have to say. I think Hermione's, again, is a tale that we have heard a million times before as queer women who isn't familiar with, I have these confusing feelings about this beautiful blonde chick that came over from France. I am going to take the manliest man ever yes. to man to the dance. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. She's like, yeah. let me get with We've Victor Crumb. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, who she clearly was not into at all. And who takes like, Fleur to the dance? Roger, da- Roger Davies. Oh, oh yeah, Roger okay. Davies. Yeah, yeah. He's head of Ravenclaw, right? He's like the head boy of Ravenclaw. Yeah. Yeah. You know why? Because she really values intelligence, mm. Fleur does. Right. And we all know Hermione. Yep. Smarty. Um, I'm just saying, I think Hermione, in addition to just all of her very, very gay qualities, mm. to me, the top two things are going to the ball with Victor, which is like such a power <laughs> gay move of like, I'm denying this. Yes. And the other one is dating your best friend. Mm. Oh, which, true. Like, too even true. Even J.K. Rowling says that she regrets doing yeah, yeah. And they just had no chemistry. No, no, like, no. What a, what a bung match. They're not, they have at least more chemistry than Harry and Ginny have. I don't think either of those two pairings have well, any chemistry. Well, don't get chemistry. me started on Ginny, okay? Come yeah, on. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna leave Ginny for you, Gwen, to, okay. to take us down that road. But, uh, I mean, I don't think the lack of chemistry there ha- is all on Harry's side. It's, uh... Oh yeah, so I wanted to know in your in Yes. Um, I want to know about that too. In this in this should have been gay <laughs> yeah. um okay. version of, of Fleur and Hermione, you oh, know, I... what happens to Fleur's relationship, her marriage? Yeah. Fleur gets married? Yeah. Oh, to Ron's weird. brother. 
Right. Yeah, I, I'm just going to say marriages don't always work out. Yeah, um, I want to know what I happens. I like to believe that Fleur and Bill ended things amicably. Okay. Mm-hmm. No juicy yeah. scandal there. I don't think juicy, you know. I just think sometimes people drift apart. Yeah, they just, just drift sometimes, apart. Sometimes people realize they're, you know, latent feelings towards other women later in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We all get there at different times. It's okay. <laughs> And may I ask, just because I need some contextualization on it, mm-hmm. what okay. are both of the women doing for work at this point? Yeah, how do they come well, back into so each other's Hermione, lives? So Hermione, we know, right? Because she... So she works for the government. Uh, boring. Come on, Hermione. <laughs> She's she so much better than that. She, yeah, well, obviously, obviously she works obviously. hard, but like she should mm-hmm. have a glamorous job. Oh, wait. Okay, well, let's give the... Okay, okay, so what does Fleur do My then? story is uh, she decided... Model. She's a photographer. After a certain point that working for the government was stupid. Yes! And decides to get back to her love of knowledge and education and goes back to teaching Mm. at Hogwarts. And who should have just been hired as a new professor but the lovely, as always, Fleur Delacour. Yes, I'm into it. Double teacher romance. Two new... Uh, bright witches, both learning the ins and outs of teaching at Hogwarts, and, wow. you know, maybe they start getting together to grade papers yeah. uh, at night Oof. in front of a roaring fire nice. or wherever. I mean, oh my God. Uh, and I maybe, it. you know, some nights they have a little too much butterbeer. Uh, <laughs> and maybe one day one of them gets like a really harsh comment from a student and they're just feeling a little down about themselves and the other one just you know tells her how great and smart and beautiful she is i'm just saying a lot of things could happen okay definitely easy what do we imagine that fleur is teaching these days Mm. like i think that she might be the new professor for the defense against the dark arts. No, 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 no. Oh, come on. Let's let her be sexy. She is sexy. (laughs) I think she's not. Yeah, I know, but no, but she's not like she is like she's but she's like untouchable sexy in like in the books. Like she's just like, I am French and like I am so good at everything and I have beautiful hair. Like we have to give her a little bit of like dark mystique. Because like Hermione is like too good and like like straight and narrow and like her compass is like true north baby so like mm-hmm. we gotta like muddy the waters a little bit with like but a defense little bit against of the dark arts is is ultimately like a very moral teaching position oh just but... that only evil people have taught it yeah i know for but so that's, long that's why we need like we just we need to like pep, like that's the thing fleur's trying to turn that turn that mm-hmm. bad reputation around but also the defense against the dark arts teachers keep dying Okay, we'll see. Wish. This is the thing. So it's like, you know, so Hermione's Hermione like... Hermione saves her. Exactly. Hermione's yeah. like, Hermione, like, so they're writing papers together and Hermione's like, I can't believe you took the position of the Defense Against the Dark Arts thing. And Fleur is like, well, you know, like, I want to change the reputation of how people think about this role and, you know, like... Uh, oh my God. So Fleur takes the role, uh, yeah. and because she's like way above all of this silly, you know, English hearsay and totally. superstitious uh, belief that the Defense Against the Dark Arts teachers are going to die, and mm-hmm. so she like refuses to tell anyone about all of these weird things that keep happening <gasps> to her, totally. right? And then like Hermione is like too perceptive, and so like yeah. she kind of starts catching on mm-hmm. that they're happening anyways, and like totally figures it out all on her own and like saves the day, yeah. Totally. Oh, let's make this movie. Let's do it. I honestly can't it. wait. And like they're both 
like very elegant mid thirties is what we're thinking here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I think so. New mm-hmm. teachers. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Can't wait yes. to watch this movie. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly. Okay. Yeah. And so, and would we have the would we have Emma Watson return as Hermione? Oh, don't oh, she has me, to. Karen. I think yeah. I agree. Like I would. I would have to agree. Mm-hmm. However, you would not recast Fleur, would you? Okay. Well, who plays Fleur? I don't even know who this actress is. Let's okay. We better find she's out. She's from Gossip Girl. She, she plays in much else. Chuck's French girlfriend. For oh a bit. my god! Okay, yeah. let's look it up. Oh wow! Oh, it's Clemency Poesie. Yeah. Oh my god! No, we're not recasting. We're not recasting. Hell yeah! Let's go, baby. <laughs> no recasting. No recasting. Yeah, we okay, have to keep done. them both and wait until they're the right age and then make the movie. Right, yeah. Look, I'm not saying lesbians could not crowdfund a movie to make uh, Emma Watson play a gay Hermione, but I'm pretty sure lesbians could crowdfund a <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> honestly, like, can you That's imagine? Long, but honestly, can you imagine? True. Wait, can I? Are we with this I rest yet? my case. Yes, I think yes. We're, we're ready for okay, what great. hill you would die on, Ellie. Mine yeah. is quick, very quick. Okay. I just had a really hard time finding people who actually were together. Mm. Mine is just all the people who should have been gay. Mm. So there's minor characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That should have been gay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Done. number one. Yeah. Is Minerva McGonagall. Yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, like yeah, yeah. just like big lesbian. Oh my god. Totally. She might actually be be a lesbian, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like the cats. The um, cats. Exactly. Like, the cats. Yeah. Big. The ultimate lesbian move is not having a million cats. It's being able to turn being yourself a cat. Into, into a cat. cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's next level lesbian right there, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's so much. Okay. Okay. So the next. number two is Sybil Trelawney. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Oh, like, her and McGonagall kind of oh, always I had think a thing, I could see too. Them together. McGonagall was always like, get your shit together. And Sybil was like, <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Yeah, Trelawney. <laughs> Trelawney is like your it's classic the tea leaves astrological. Were meant to be together. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. There could have been a thing. That's like that's definitely a, like a, a ship that could have that could have been canon. Could have sailed. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> but yeah, she's Sibyl always she's all about like fortune. Yeah, and crystal. Totally. Like how many lesbians you know would just like have crystals or do yeah. like tarot card readings? Oh, yeah. Tea yeah. leaf like, readings, baby. Yeah, just yeah. like super super gay. Mm-hmm. And then oh, yeah. Tonks is a big one yeah. for me. Oh, oh that's I think I mean, the biggest, the biggest. She's yeah. got the hair, yeah. she's got the piercings, the she's hair, got the bad yeah. attitude. I also okay, has have we all read the whole like Matrix switch theory about like the Matrix being like a whole like trans allegory and everything? I'm so sorry, I'm no? not aware of this. I feel like I read a okay. BuzzFeed article about it. <laughs> I'll send it to you guys. If you haven't okay. read it, it's it's actually really, really clever. But I feel okay. like that's what I want someone to do for Tonks mm. as well. It's like, I feel like Tonks had so much more potential. And I want someone to, like, take that potential to, like, its whole thing. Sorry, I'm, like, totally stealing Ellie's note on this. Uh, but go go ahead, Ellie. Okay, well, I was going to talk about how she can always change her appearance, mm. right? So she could be completely, like, gender fluid, sexually fluid. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there were so many opportunities for her to just be, right. like, sexually ambiguous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. JK. Right. Like, yeah, they did how, how amazing would that be to have, like, a canon, like, genderqueer character who's, like, oh, not just yeah. genderqueer, but genderqueer in the way that they can, like, literally like change they and then look however they want yeah yeah that'd be interesting so awesome right i think that if and it's so interesting it's like i feel like like not to not to give 
JK too much credit for her like for her like representation, which is like not the greatest. Negligible. Negligible. But I think that if JK was writing the books now, she would have done a much better job. She had her finger on the pulse, and I think like you know, Mm. like I think that she would have she would have written like more woke books Mm -hmm. now. Like she definitely would have. So I would hope so. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Is there more mm-hmm. to your list? Yeah, go on. Oh, okay. And I then hear them. Um, yes, Madame Hooch. If we remember oh, Madame oh. Hooch, the Quidditch teacher, yeah, yeah, the Quidditch coach. Oh, right. Who's the one who uh, owns the bar? Did we see the movies? She's canon gay too. She's oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, look, nice. for sure. Yeah, yeah. And Have also you seen that like, haircut? I'm gonna say Quidditch is like the equivalent of gym class. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she's like the gym teacher. The gym teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. With the short hair and yeah. like rugby coach. She baby. just yeah. She's very <laughs> just. I think you're right, Lee. Canon gay. Yeah, canon yeah. gay. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You tell me any casting director cast that role without canon gay as a note. Like yeah. Also, like JK's pretty on the nose with her like naming of people, mm-hmm. like you know, <laughs> yeah. like and like the like the names for the spells are also like pretty like apropos, like Lucius, yeah. Narcissus, Bellatrix, Lestrange. Like everybody's yeah, got right. names that like mean the same thing. And like if you yeah. tell me like if somebody came up to me and I was like, yeah, go by Hooch, I'd be like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> so true. you can call me Hooch, <laughs> yeah, so. So, yeah, I think we're pretty safe to say, like, canon gay. Canon gay. (laughs) So gay. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. So yeah, I came up with just some some of the single single women minus Tonks, who's right. with Lupin, obviously, but mm-hmm. yes. I could go on about Lupin and Sirius. So I feel like they're beards for each other. That's a... Oh, interesting. Well, yeah, yeah that's what you were saying. 
I thought you were saying that Sirius and Lupin should have had a oh, thing. Oh, yeah, they should have had a thing. Oh, yeah. Well, sure. yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah, so yeah, Lupin yeah. and Tonks. Right. Lupin. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then I always say that Bellatrix Lestrange totally. is a lesbian, but I yeah. think it's honestly more like wishful thinking on my yeah, part. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> so wishful. <laughs> so like, yeah. what a, what a, like, she's the girl you just want to have like a weekend with, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it would <laughs> yeah, be. Yeah, you cannot it would live be with her like so effed up, but it would be like really fun. Like, you'd be like, I had this, like, they'd be like the weekend where you like, you went away you met this girl you fly back tuesday morning you don't have like you've lost everything your phone's gone your wallet's gone and like you you know you like you you finally like get back to your apartment your kidney's gone yeah your kidney's gone and you're like (laughs) i had a weekend like let me tell you about this girl i met and like that's bellatrix Lestrange. like she's Mm -hmm. just like she's she's next level fun but like next level like just (laughs) (laughs) I'll add to the list but the thing the truth is it's not a hill I would die on right but should have been gay as um as Luna Lovegood and and Ginny right but I think like Ginny we'll we'll talk about Ginny in a second um Luna Luna I think is a classic (laughs) art school queer you know oh Oh, yeah yes We've all met her. Maybe I was her. Like, yeah. <laughs> was in the past? Or... I just never saw... Sam, I'm not in school anymore, but... <laughs> but I just like, never really saw Luna as a very, like, sexual, sexual person. person. Which was, like... Which be- is maybe yeah. also... Yeah, yeah, she's just so... Mm-hmm. Like, she's so, like, airy. Mm-hmm. Oh, You could have yeah. some really good high sex with her, I think. Yeah. Though, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. Totally. Very... I don't think you could have any other kind of sex. No, yeah. probably not. <laughs> I definitely couldn't sleep with Luna Lovegood. That would mm-hmm. not. It would be bad. Real no, bad. neither could I. No. Yeah. So like, but, if, but Bellatrix. Oh. Oh. Hell yes. Yeah. Like, all the way. Yes. <laughs> they would really bounce off of each other nicely. I think. You. No, Bellatrix would like destroy her. No, I think she'd soften down for, or like, like Luna would just go with it in like. Well, she'd get high. Oh, and then She'd like, be like, okay, this is what you're into, right? Yeah. Huh. Yes, and she would yes and everything. I just mm-hmm. think that and maybe it would mellow Do you Bellatrix think, okay, out. No, no. Here, I know we're gonna get into Ginny and Luna, yeah. but I have a great alternate ship, mm-hmm. which is I agree with the yes and theory. And yeah. what if Bellatrix like just couldn't get enough of Luna because she like kept trying to break her, and Luna would just like could not be broken because mm, she's yeah. like great. Like, yeah, totally into that. Oh my god, she just keeps pushing it. Yeah. And like, she becomes the one who like breaks Bellatrix because Bellatrix would just become obsessed with her. (laughs) But the consent keeps flowing. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't know. I I feel like I just just went some twisted places. Yeah. (laughs) I I think I want to add one more person to the should have been gay list. Okay. Mm -hmm. Moaning Myrtle. I mean, like, I don't... No, 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 no. (laughs) You think she's a big old hetero? Her whole thing (laughs) is that she hangs out as a dead girl in the bathroom so she can watch Cedric Diggory have baths. And I just don't think, like, as a dead person, you must must be able to live your, your true... Like you can't live anything, I guess. If not you're dead, to, not like, to, not to like act like you know what a dead person's life is like. <laughs> not to say, not to say, not to say that I, I you know, have any I, experience. I can't speak for the dead. <laughs> but Stay I, in your lane, Gwen. <laughs> but just like, how disappointing would it be if you were dead and in the closet still? <laughs> 
I feel like Moaning Myrtle could like maybe like get it on with like the who's the moving portrait lady? There's the oh, painting the fat lady. lady. Yeah, all of them. Moaning Myrtle and the fat lady. Okay, we're losing the plot here. Where's the wine? Where are we? <laughs> okay, are we ready to talk about Jay? Okay, yes. okay, all right. Maybe time to move on to yeah more uh, more meaty yeah, matter. Yeah, pour some more pour some more wine, Gwen, and tell us about Ginny and Luna, please. <laughs> Please, I've been waiting for so long. Okay, well, <laughs> go on. My previous theory was that, yes, like, yeah. that Luna was there for, for Ginny during the Harry breakup because, um, you know, Harry Harry leaves her for um, Draco. Uh, that hot, summy romance. <laughs> and and that, that that friendship gradually transitions into a romance. But, like, the more I think about it, it's, you know, I'm I'm just all around kind of dissatisfied with Ginny as a character. Missed opportunity. Mm. Yeah, she kind of has no character. Yeah, she really doesn't. No. Mm-hmm. Not much. So I don't know if I want to tie down Luna with boring Ginny. Yeah, with fucking wet blanket Ginny. <laughs> wet blanket Ginny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, okay, let's play a game. Like, everybody, everybody has to give Ginny one adjective. Oh, Oh God! What about din- dingy Ginny? Oh my God! Yeah, gingy Ginny. It's like it's like ginger. No, din- it's like... dingy. Oh, dingy, 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 gingy Ginny. Yeah, like I would say, like the only thing I can think of is shy. Oh, you mean like an actual like supported by the text? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. Yeah. Supported by the text. Possessed. Yeah. She possessed. Yeah. Possessed. Well, good at Quidditch. How does one uh, right? Okay, athletic, athletic. athletic yes, yeah. there mm-hmm. you go. Oh, oh, right. Sports. That's the word. Yeah. That's the word we're going for. Yeah. <laughs> that Your is classic sports gay. Yeah, Jenny Weasley. Shy, athletic. Okay, we need two more. Okay, wait. If I'm gonna support There's seven this, books about her, Jasmine recently just tweeted a whole bunch. Okay, oh. so but okay, Ginny and Luna would be the perfect marriage of the practical, athletic mentality. Okay, ah. so practical. She's practical. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. The rest of that sentence is the practical, athletic mentality and the free spirit creativity. We just we sold you on Luna and Bellatrix and ruined Luna and Ginny. Now, Basically, huh? yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. also Ginny is because she's a Gryffindor. Yeah. She like she stands up for people. Like mm-hmm. the yeah. people were making fun of Luna and Jenny like came to Luna's rescue right. basically. Uh, that's like one of their the first interactions. Yeah, right. that's like one of their first interactions. Yeah. Like the internet really likes them together. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's mm-hmm. a lot of sh- there's a lot of fanfic about fanfic about that. No, Jenny's just but, so boring. Mm-hmm. But now that I think about it, t- we were talking about Twilight earlier. Yeah. You know, if there was going to be a Twilight-esque spin-off from Harry Potter, it would definitely be about Tom Riddle's relationship with Ginny. Um, and Ooh. the who's the main character oh. in Twilight oh. basically has no and no Bella. defining Jacob. Bella. Bella. Nothing. Bella, Bella. Nothing. has no defining characteristics yeah. of her own the same way that Ginny is kind of like just a blank slate. Right. Um, yeah. I think that Bella has more characteristics than Ginny does. Clumsy doesn't count as a characteristic. Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Bella's moody. like hard-headed. Anyway, I don't know. I have. I don't there know. There you go. That's Twilight. that's my rant about Ginny. Did anyone else have anything to say about Ginny? Like how disappointing. Mm-hmm. And like she our boy hero ends up with her. Yeah. I, yeah. I think not. No. Well, he doesn't eventually. He, doesn't. That's he why ends doesn't up with Malfoy later. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. like yes. I think they're both. You know. So yes, Harry does marry Ginny, and they spend a couple years together, 
and it's boring. But you know what? They have That's children. That's what Harry needs for the first little while. He needs boring. Stability. He needs stability. Mm-hmm. He wants just that, like, nuclear family. He just, like, wants to, like, mm-hmm. wake up every day and, like, not... He doesn't need, like, passion and fireworks. Mm. He just wants, like... He wants to feel like a, like a normal dude. And then, you know... How heteronormative. He, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, he he's getting into his 30s and his mid-30s, you know... It's looking good. So is Malfoy. <laughs> and, you know, they find each other again. And Malfoy, I think, really chills out, too. So it's canon that Malfoy marries this woman, Astoria, who then dies after she mm-hmm. gives birth to uh, their son, Scorpius. <laughs> oh, my God. And I think that... Yeah, they're into astrology. In his... In, yeah, I know. In his... Yeah, I know. Like, what Slytherins? <laughs> what a bunch of Scorpios. I think in his, like, in his... Uh, in his morning, I think Malfoy and Harry get together. And I think that Malfoy, like, becomes a painter in his later life. Like, I think he has, like, a real creative side to himself. And, you know, Harry has, like, latent creative energies within him. And I think that, like, he and Malfoy, like, do some really awesome, like, absurd, like, body painting together. <laughs> they, like, and they, like, totally, like, smoke joints and, like, body paint and, like, hook up. In like Malfoy's like, like yeah. New York style loft apartment <laughs> in the Wizarding World. Oh, oh boy! My God. I feel like their bodies are both so white too. Totally. I just covered in reds and blues. It's very like Jackson Pollock. Mm-hmm. Mm. We have to pick our top ships. Yes, mm-hmm. and then we have to come up with the ship names for them. So right. what are what are the top ships that we're gonna? That we're going to do. Well, so obviously Harry and Draco. Yeah, so for sure Harry and Draco, but also Hermione and Fleur. I think mm, is like, okay. I think Hermione yeah. and Fleur is my new favorite because I love the story that we've created for them. Finding yeah. each other it's as a, It's a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. At Hogwarts. I'm going to commission a fan fiction for it. Like I'm that's a hot okay. fan fiction. Yeah, I'm, I'm into picking yeah. that as, the, as our top. Yeah. Okay, but what about Bellatrix and Luna? I'm sold on... I know, that's kind of I fun, don't know. too. And that's fun, but I'm just kind of, like, mm-hmm. jealous of Luna, so I'm just like, I don't want that. Like, I... Okay, like, but I, I also... I, I, I'm only biased because I have a great ship name suggestion for that. Okay. Ooh. Well, All right, go for it. Cascasse. Uh, Love Strange. Oh. Love Strange. Oh. oh, my God. Or Strange oh. also, like, Bella Luna. Bella oh. Wow. Oh, my God, they have the best ship names. They yeah. really do. Uh, it's yeah. Strange Luna Tricks. Strange Love or Bella Luna. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. like, I like Luna Strange Love. Oh my god, how do they have nothing but good ship names? Yeah. It's <laughs> true. I think we're going to start a movement. Hermione. Yeah. <laughs> Hermione and Fleur is a tough one. Mm. Oh, they're, they have an official ship name. Okay. If you, if you want to know what it is, it's Flermione. Oh, oh that's god. Lame. I don't like that. That's so obvious. And... So what do, what do we pitch as an alternative? Okay. Um... Well, look, we got to get Kerr in there. I mean, Fleur has two good names. Hermione Granger. What about What's just it? her? What about, oh, yeah. no, what about, like, my Kerr? Mm. Or, like, my, my Fleurs. Mm. My and Fleur. Mm. No. Mm. is just, ugh. I don't like it. <laughs> so disappointing. You're going to be even more disappointed by uh, Harry and Draco's. Oh, I know it. Dairy, baby. Dairy. <laughs> like, why do No, but I... Oh, you I, came up with a different one. I looked one. it up and I found a different one. Oh, Har- what is it? It should be Harco. Harco. Harco is good. Harco's good. Uh, yeah. I found it as Dreary. 
Trary? Which dreary. is even worse. Oh, That's dreary. So dreary. Dreary's I bad. personally, I would pitch uh, Paul Foy. Oh. Paul Foy? Yeah. Paul, Paul, Paul Foy. Foy. All right. Paul Foy. Kind of sounds a little bit like an STD, but... <laughs> <laughs> but... But you know, that, it was a, it was a wild <laughs> summer in between fourth and fifth. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Oh my god, oh, Lord! Yeah, I still like uh, Bellatrix and Luna's ship name best. I know, but definitely yeah. not the pairing. Not the pairing. Yeah, you don't like the pairing. Mm. I don't love the pairing either. I I just can't really see it. It's, it's not too it. realistic. Yeah, it's, too no, out there. it's not. Whereas, like, I can like that's the thing though. It's like I have to believe it. You have for, to believe to, it to invest in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Lee, is it time? I am so hesitant to say it's time, but I think it is. Are Are you both ready for some Q and Gay? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's do this. It has been such a beautifully long conversation. <laughs> Oh my god! But I'm I seriously sorry. love it. I I, I was sitting here. I'm like, we could legitimately talk for another hour. I know. We'll do and a part then we would just like do point. yeah, part one and part two. I know. Like, how is it ten thirty? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it's not. We're not completely done yet. So let's do we're, this. We're gonna have you on as our first three timers next week for Harry Potter again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Harry Potter two. Harry Potter two. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hit us oh up with some Q and gays. Q. 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 And. Gay. Here we okay. go. All right. So, first question, which we talked about before, but not on air. What is your Hogwarts house? A. Gryffindor. B, Slytherin, C, Ravenclaw, or D, Hufflepuff. Right. I love how you listed all of the options. Yeah. I had to. Um, <laughs> if you don't know the options at this point, how, how dare you? What are you, you? even doing? What are you even doing? <laughs> Get out. Get out. Um, well, I mean, I can answer for us both. We're, you can. We're both Slytherins. What a pair. Both snakes. Yep. Yep. Par- parcel-tongued. Fork-tongued. Or are you changing now, Ellie? Are you going to take the, the Pottermore answer? Yeah, so at the beginning of this episode, I thought I was a Ravenclaw. I told everyone I was a Ravenclaw. I was happy with that answer. But uh turns out I'm a Hufflepuff. So it's a sad day. What a Hufflepuff thing Lee. to do, too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. And now it makes even more sense. <laughs> I'm a Ravenclaw. I'm a Ravenclaw. Oh, actually. Oh, actually, I'm I my passport. I'm actually a Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> and all the other Ravenclaws are like, like yeah uh-huh. we knew <laughs> <laughs> oh, can so so with you? And great. <laughs> uh, Lee what are you I am one of those Ravenclaws that's judging you a little bit right now <laughs> yep <laughs> yep it's fine that's so funny mm-hmm. okay <laughs> question two what class would you get the best grades in at Hogwarts out of a transfiguration b charms c defense against the dark arts or d potions i always felt like i would be good at charms mm. i think you would be good at that and i think you would be good at potions oh wow thank you i yeah. feel like 
okay, I have another nerdy, nerdy thing. <laughs> nerdy. <laughs> I'm just going to say it so quick, but my friend Jasmine and I, who was talking about it, we were so miserable in grade seven and eight. We hated school so much that we just tried to live our lives in the Harry Potter universe, and we renamed all our classes to be based on Harry Potter classes. So science was potions, obviously, and we would oh always be really upset. We had a doubles potions period. Oh, my <laughs> God. Anyway, wow. I was, so I wasn't good at real life potions. <laughs> I forget what charms was. I think transfiguration was French. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I, I think that I would be, I don't know. I, I think that I would be good at transfiguration. Yeah. I think that mm-hmm. would be the one I would be the best at. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like sense. to think that I would be good at Defense Against the Dark Arts. I think I'd be pretty good at that too. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I'd be the best Did at you say transfiguration. All of, them? all of the above? No, no, best? no, definitely not. Definitely not. Transfiguration. <laughs> yeah. Transfiguration. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Next question is what Quidditch position would mm. you play? Ooh. A, chaser, B, yeah. beater, C, keeper, or D, seeker? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Keeper. Keeper? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really tough position. <laughs> Karen doesn't believe I could do it. <laughs> listen, I play, listen well, I played goalkeeper in soccer, and it is scary AF. It's You get balls in the face a lot. I'm just not – I don't know if I'm fast enough to be a chaser. I'm just like, keeping him away. Get out of here. Get no, out of here. To be honest with you, you oh would be God. good at – you would – you're right. You would be good at that position. You Thank would be. Because you. you'd be, like, you. really solid in it and, like – Dependable. You are dependable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Okay, what would you be? I think I'm gonna go for the like the glory position. I'm gonna go for. I think I would. I'd for be seeker. I think I'd be a seeker. Well, I think I would be bad at it, but I think like <laughs> like ab, ab, at but, all of the yeah. above, that's mm-hmm. the one. Like so I would be like the. I would be like like C string seeker. Yeah. You know, like I would get to play like one game a season, mm-hmm. but they'd be like, oh, put an ox in. Like everybody else is sick. <laughs> Everyone else is dead. And then I would actually be pretty okay. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, nice. oh, we should get her back. And then I would never get to play again. <laughs> but I feel like you're ignoring the uh, real strength of Beater, which mm. is, A, not just the, like, physicality of it, but also the sheer pettiness that you get to bring to that mm. role. Too true. Yeah, I've yeah. always been ad- adverse to the Beaters. I know. Same these. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. just such a brutal position. <laughs> the goons. The yeah. goons of the Quidditch world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But- okay. Question four. This is this is the real uh, the real one here. Okay. Would you mm-hmm. date Hermione Granger? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? Would I date Hermione Granger? Um, no, I'm a little too much like Hermione. Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> do you think? Do you not think? I mean, like, yeah. If you were gonna say, like, no, 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 which no. Harry Potter character no. are you most like? Yeah. Would yeah. it not be Hermione? No, it would 100 percent be Hermione. Yeah. But I think you don't think that you could. You don't think you could, you don't think you would date somebody? I think you and Hermione would, would go well together. You don't think you could date you, Gwen, is what you're saying? No, like we could, we would have a good time hanging out. I just don't think the sexual chemistry would be there. You know what? I have to Mm. agree. I don't Mm. think the sexual chemistry would be there either. Yeah. You could date her though, for sure. No, you don't think so. Would be tough. I would date Hermione Granger if... Hermione Granger was more into me than I was into her. <laughs> and that, let's be frank, is unlikely. So mm. would probably not be able to date Hermione Granger. Mm. But yeah, I definitely could. If she was like really into it, I would be like, yeah, all right. But 
it would it would have to be one of those. It would, I, I would have to be the one that loved less. Otherwise, I probably couldn't like get it up for Hermione. Listen, I'm a Tonks girl <laughs> through and through. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So Karen, who's your number one? Who would you date in Harry yeah. Potter? Right. Okay. For a freaky weekend in Nashville, Bellatrix. <laughs> Bellatrix. So, yeah. Okay. Hundo P. Like, yeah. I like I always, like, I remember, like, I, like, read her name for the first time, and I was like, <laughs> um, But, like, long term, I'm going to go with Fleur, for sure. Yeah. Like, Fleur and I, like, I she, like, definitely, we would have an amazing house together. We would have, we would mm. throw the best dinner parties. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? It'd be great. We would have great dinner parties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We would be constant <laughs> Can hosts. you imagine? They would fight so yeah. much. Yeah, we would fight a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it would be, but it'd be really fun to hang out with us. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Until we both got, had a little too much to drink. And then like, oh, it's <laughs> the like, worst. Ooh, yeah. I'm in who's afraid of a drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. So long-term, long-term flur for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. There we go. All right, next question is... Oh, but you didn't do yours. I want to hear what yours I is. I just did Tonks. Oh, Tonks through and through. Yeah. yeah. For weekend yeah. and long term? The weekend wasn't... Uh, you made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Karen's out right. rules. <laughs> right. We're going to play yeah. Fuck, Mary Kill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. <laughs> All right, next question is... Did you cry when you turned 12 and realized you hadn't gotten a letter from Hogwarts? A, yes, or B, no. I mean, I didn't cry. Plus, I just renamed no, you just created all of my an alternative reality. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I'm, um, uh, I'm proactive about these things. <laughs> I just recorded five-hour movie versions of the I made my books. own Hogwarts <laughs> yes. to get into. No, I did not. But I did believe that I was in the Truman Show for until I was like fifteen. <laughs> okay, right, we have the one, big one one extra question uh, oh. because we didn't even have time to get to them. Mm. So, what is your Patronus? I will oh, give yeah. the four options, even though I think everyone should be able to figure out right. that they are our four Patronuses. Right. Patroni. Oh. What is the is it Latin or Greek Patronus? What do we think? Uh okay, our choices are wild boar, Saint Bernard, Borzoi, or Magpie. <laughs> Place your bets, ladies. <laughs> Let's just have the, the listeners guess. Who's who? Yeah, we should just yeah. leave that. Yeah. We won't tell uh, them. And then you can release mm-hmm. it in a tweet. Yeah. yeah. Right? We should say we'll, you'll get a prize if you uh, assign them. First one correctly. to assign them correctly wins. Mm-hmm. That's actually sort of great. All right, we're doing it. <laughs> great. <Yeah. laughs> it's done now. You'll have to guess. Uh, I wonder if people will get it right. Okay, I'll say them one more time. Give people a good a good fighting chance. So, Wild Boar, St. Bernard, Borzoi, and Magpie correspond to <clears throat> the four of us. Mm. First one, we'll come up with some some prize, something, uh, something other than just us saying congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> you did it. You done good. Um, wow, 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 everyone. That was everything. That was everything I could have ever dreamed of, and more. And more. Let us first of all thank you both, mm. Karen and Gwen, for coming back on to do this with us anytime (laughs) this was amazing incredible Uh, could you tell us and tell all of our listeners 
what you have going on what's coming up what's new what's what's coming down the line like real soon like real real O-M-G. soon now um like real 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 soon um real soon. barbell season two <laughs> april 10th yep first three episodes dropping on kind of tv every wednesday for more four weeks more episodes will drop yeah um i feel like we've been waiting a lifetime I know. It feels like um, it's been so. It feels like it's been so long. And I, I feel like your listeners should be aware yes. that um, that a certain hosty so and so is is uh, musically featured. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. On some really amazing songs. I'm really excited for everyone to finally get to hear them. <laughs> I've been jamming out to them like since we started working on them. So hell yes, I'm Super mostly excited. so excited. Our our director is cutting a full length music video to Unchased, which I sent you a clip to. But oh my Literally, goodness, it's so funny, so outrageous. It's gonna be it's very outrageous. So outrageous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm we're so we're super stoked about the second season. It's like mm-hmm. we had like a we had a lot more. Uh, I guess I'll just call it production resources mm-hmm. for the second season. So I mean, I don't want to like you know promise people the world, um, <laughs> but it's like there's dragons, there's but dragons, there's dragons, there's dragons <laughs> and there's special effects, and there's like <laughs> Erica Linder. No, I mean, there's you don't even have to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, but it it is like you know I think we in in some ways have leveled up a we little bit. We stepped up with our skills mm-hmm. and nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. And I think there's like even more moving parts in this even one. More moving parts. So there's just like there's just a lot. There's so many fun There's a lot happening. So many fun things. Okay, why don't mm-hmm. we say this one thing? There is one episode that is a musical episode. Has a musical component. Component. That's that sounds actually really boring because most of the musical most of the episodes <laughs> have a musical component. It's like but it's like it's like the episode of, component. Yeah, it's like the episode of Matthew oh. Lunsworth. Really. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. And you know we love a good musical episode. Oh my yeah. god. It's I, just I was so about fun. to be like, you know you guys are in a band in the show, yeah. right? <laughs> it's a musical episode. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen Barbell season one, but yeah. fun fact <laughs> they sing. But yeah, and it's like it's I think the the second season's a little bit more grown up I would say yeah. too um, which mm-hmm. I think is really neat because you know in the same way that we got to sort of grow up with Harry Potter <laughs> people get to grow up with <laughs> bring it all back but it is a little bit more grown up and, mm-hmm. and I think in a lot of ways sort of will be a different level of entertainment than, mm-hmm. than perhaps people are used to in terms of like short form digital series it's unexpected ah. yeah mm-hmm. quality ass shit quality yeah so <laughs> yeah. April 10th kind of TV yeah, check it out. And if anyone's Cannot in Toronto, mm-hmm. yes, we're um, having a big fancy gay premiere at the uh, Royal Cinema so on April sixth um, at yeah. two o'clock p.m. You can get tickets online. Are you going? I'm. Yes, oh, I will be I'm there. Are you coming? I'm so I'm excited. So, yeah, oh my I'm god, gonna be, I'm gonna be there. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Holy yeah, I'm balls. really excited. Oh my god! Oh yeah. my god! We're gonna have so much. Goddamn fun! Oh yeah, yeah. why don't you? So if you needed another excuse to come, oh my god, that's gonna be so fun! Oh, that's so exciting! Yeah, Yeah, it's gonna be a blast. I have so many questions. We'll talk later. I want to know how long you're gonna be in town for. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. where you staying? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's very exciting. Mm -hmm. Great. There, we said all our things. Those are the fun things. Yeah. Yes. And where can people find you individually on social media? Oh, you can find us at I'm at Gwenlyn dot coming on Instagram. 
Yes. And the same on the twits, right? It's an underscore. But Oof. my name, Gwenlyn Common. There aren't Come too many on. of us out there. In fact, I might be the only one on the planet. S-E-O, Gwen. <laughs> Search engine optimization. you got to have those things being the same. I tried. It didn't exist. Oh. Karen is... What are you? I'm Karen X Knox on everything. On everything. All the mm. platforms. Uh, I think Karen also runs like four other Twitter accounts, uh, give or take. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, you can you can basically just yeah just go on like just search Toronto queer series and you'll see a bunch of tweets by me <laughs> and then Kara responding oh, and you to have herself. An, you have another series coming out too, right? We yeah, yes. the trailer just came out. You should check out the trailer uh, for Slow Pitch if you just YouTube search Slow Pitch trailer. Yes, it should be the first thing that comes up. Yeah, it's about a mostly queer slow pitch beer league team mm-hmm. uh and the shenanigans that they get up to mm-hmm. um it's done in like a mockumentary style so it's yeah. a bit like uh um, the office a big old queer Wait women in sports Goffman. office yeah mm-hmm. amazing yeah mm-hmm. uh and it's like features like a ton of you know great toronto queer talent um, potentially some familiar faces yes mm-hmm. many familiar faces if you check out the trailer you'll probably see a bunch of them mm-hmm. um so we're hoping to film that this summer right now we're sort of uh we're in the, the in the process of finding the funding accessing funding for it. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And the more views that we get on that trailer, the, the more, more likely, likely we it are is to get funding. So go people watch are it. gonna give us the money. Yes. Awesome. So yes. Go, mm-hmm. click, watch, love, comment, share. <laughs> Find your Bellatrix. Oh, wow. <laughs> so what you're saying is I can't wait for uh Barbell season two, and then I can't mm. wait for Barbell season three, so we can have you back on. Yes. So we can talk about Harry Done. Potter more. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we can do this part two. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Excellent. Great. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for talking to Thank us. Thank you guys. Thank that you was, for having that us. That was, that flew by. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I honestly. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I feel like I'm cheating because it's only 8 p.m. for me, but I'm I like, know. I could go all night. Yeah, <laughs> I actually honestly. could too, even though it is late over here, but like we, yeah. we're not going to. Oh yeah, no, we, at a certain point you have to stop talking about it because it's just like, there are, there are more, there are more, like we could, we could go back in time, you know, like. Stop, like, stop. It's <laughs> bedtime. Lily Potter. Yeah. Oh, oh no. God. We gotta, we gotta, you know. Let me hear you say hip, 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 we're gay. We love hearing from you and building our community, so we want to shout out some of our favorite things each episode. And this week, what we want to shout out is, again, we love, love, love getting recommendations for more Should Have Been Gays. Uh, There is literally nothing that I think doesn't belong on this list, but sometimes even Ellie and I forget a couple things, and so it's great when other people fill in uh, the things that we have forgotten and or glossed over. So in this case, we want to shout out Twitter user for a little while who recommended Burlesque. Uh, specifically highlighting for us how Christina Aguilera basically just eye fucks every woman in the movie. I think, I think is what she said. Give or take. Yeah, understandable. Uh, so 100% yes, we're adding it to the list. Please, please keep them coming. We just love, love getting these recommendations. It's honestly, there's just so many. Like we just, <laughs> we could do this for the rest of our lives and like maybe and we will. And we might. <laughs> It's fine. And of course, we want to thank our top tier Lesbian Jesus patrons, Amy and Ellen, Kayla Kelly, Lizette Stye, Tanya Ferguson, Jess Klaus, Danny Griswold, Michelle Ray Thomas, Mark Foster, Sarah and Julia, and Nicole Gross. Thank you so much, all of you. We cannot, cannot, cannot ever say thank you enough for the support. It just makes all of the difference in helping us keep doing this podcast. 
Remember, if you want to watch all the Harry Potter movies and fantasize about how they could have and should have been gay, while also supporting your favorite actual gays, you can watch them with our Amazon affiliate link at amazon.com slash shop slash leshangoutpod. And remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at leshangoutpod. You can send us an email at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or you can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Make sure that you subscribe to us on whatever app you use to listen to podcasts so that you get new episodes as soon as they drop. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod. We just released a new Renegades covers video, which we are really excited about for Shallow from A Star Is Born with one of my good friends, Denise. She's the one with the crazy hair and she's the best. And they crushed it, crushed it. That also does lead us to... If you want to get that download of the Renegade Covers song, you can become a patron at bit.ly slash lespatreon. At the Lucy Diamond level, you get free downloads of all of our Renegade Covers, MP3s. Because she's a Renegade. Get it? Get it. Get it. <laughs> See what we did there? <laughs> Amazing. There's also other ways that you can help support the podcast. The first one that that's so easy, anyone could do it everyone should do it, uh, is rate and review us on iTunes. It makes such a big difference for helping new people find the podcast and helping us get new listeners. Yes. And we also have merch, which we will be having at Clexicon. We are so excited. We finally have our first run of actual physical merch, which is huge. Um, so if you're going to be at Clexicon, come to our booth, buy a Les Hangout t-shirt, yes. buy, we're going to have some female gaze shirts that was actually originated by our favorite barbell ladies on their first episode bringing it all around and if you're not going to be at Clexicon, you can get it at bit.ly slash shop yes so we are going to have very limited availability of stuff you'll want to get there get your hands on some swag uh before we run out so don't miss out we're excited and finally if you want to help support the trevor project you can donate uh, at this link, bit.ly slash lestrevor. And if you want to find us individually, you can find me at Ellie Brigida on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at LSH Foster. And with that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out.